did you see somebody was like this is why you only have 1k subscribers we're like we're actually I, pretty happy with that number. yeah I, I saw that i was like you know we're a niche publication we're not trying to be joe rogan here uh or are we or are we i mean what is the limit the sky Whoa. harry the sky i don't i don't even like the sky as a limit you know let's go beyond the sky let's go into space boy i'm giving montauk a lot of free free publicity you, really you, you know <laughs> listeners you know if you want fully publicity i'll take your hat and i'll wear it yeah because nobody wants to see this oh. ah, <laughs> at least it's kind of tan well you know it's an extra light source so yeah <laughs> thank you I'm just kidding you know i love and this you. is by the way it's tan and not because of tanner i just want to make that clear it's mostly because my one wheel helmet has gaps in it <laughs> you cut a hole in the top of your one wheel helmet you yeah. were on the tan game tip for a while though harry yes yeah i was but i don't need it anymore <laughs> hello bianca how are you Good morning, Harry. Thank you for waking up at the crack of dawn to be on our <laughs> podcast. It's the nature of living in California. Yeah. She's coming to us from Japan. <laughs> I mean, practically. I mean, she might as well be. It's She's closer to Japan than she is to Texas, I think. <laughs> you can not. see Japan from her backyard. <laughs> Jordan, where are you coming from? Did, did, did Leslie allow you to have a closet to uh, hold yourself up in? It's Leslie's birthday today, so oh, we're up God. at the lake. Oh, for God's nice. sakes. I tried to do it uh, outside, but the wind, I didn't want yeah. to have to deal with the wrath of Harry. <laughs> well, well, you already are, so. Yeah, you already are for being in a closet. I mean, Leslie strikes me, correct me if I'm wrong, is someone who takes her birthday pretty seriously. Like, like she'll act like she doesn't want you to take it seriously, but, yeah, you know, you know what to do, Jordan. Birthday, birth week, birth right. month. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not throwing stones. I'm the exact same way. We, I think we have a copy of Jen's speech at my 50th birthday. Yeah, you we know, I should have fired yeah. you after that. You you begged me to do that. You bet you were kidding. like, no, I made the joke. So for listeners who weren't at Harry's 50th birthday, <laughs> um, I was like, I'm going to roast you. And he was like, yes, yes, you must. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because if I roast you, I'm going to roast you. And roast him, <laughs> I did. I gave him men's depends at the end of it. We, <laughs> <laughs> we do have a video of that floating around somewhere. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. Emily Pennington took it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, there was men's depends and a cane, a sweet cane, too. <laughs> I still have the cane. Don't worry uh, about that. <laughs> you're lying. You lost the cane. There's no way you still have the cane. I think you it might broke, actually. Oh, shit. I, it, I, I, I fell on it, and it snapped in half, and it almost <laughs> stabbed me and killed me. <laughs> Wouldn't you feel bad? I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get down to business, because we got business to discuss. Big yeah. business. We've got big business to discuss. And when I say big, I mean the biggest, the biggest beverage company in this galaxy. I don't know about other galaxies, but definitely the biggest one by far in this galaxy has decided to create a separate subsidiary called Red Tree Beverages to manage and to, to develop their BevAlk portfolio. And uh, Jen, you and I got to talk to Dan 
yesterday and uh seems like they're kind of eager to keep this separate you know he made it a point to say they have separate bank accounts you know and, and separate pnl so uh what do you make of that yeah no it's it's definitely interesting um it sounded from our conversation like it's as much about you know doing a little bit more in the bevalk space with their current partners constellation brown foreman and uh, molson coors um you know and being able to do a little more themselves in innovation and strategy there as it is being super buttoned up to your point about the separate bank accounts and making sure that they adhere to, you know, no slotting fees here and uh, 21 plus messaging, they're going to be part of responsibility.org. And Dan made it very clear to us yesterday that they have no TM, no interest in the distribution uh, world <laughs> at Coke, right? Like, it's like he right. trademarked that phrase. So very different approach from Blue Cloud, but, you know, yeah, because they, they already have one. Right. Gray is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Uh, you know, but the, yeah, the, it was in, it's in stark contrast. What was unsaid was, you know, right. stark contrast, obviously, to PepsiCo and uh, Blue Cloud. Yeah. Well, those are two main things that were super interesting overarchingly to me. So, you know, we asked him, well, why does Big Soda want to be in Bevalk anyway? And he basically said the alcohol RTD space is about as big as sports drinks or, um, well, a regular tea, and they think they have a competitive advantage with their, you know, flavor, their abilities to flavor, which is something they do every day, um, which is interesting. And, you know, he also used the phrase, it, you know, they've moved past the point of experimentation. So that was was also interesting, you know, kind of benchmarking some of the wins they've made with Topo Chico Hard Seltzer being, according to him, you know, a top three seltzer and simply spiked like the number two F&B lemonade type thing. And they, they know Fresca Mixed would be a a smaller, a longer build because of the spirits base. And so it can't get as many places as a beer based thing would be. But, um, you know, it seems like they're in it and they're in it to win it, to win it, Harry. Well, I, it, it, it definitely is a statement, if nothing else, that they are committed to the space. Yeah. Um, and that they want to play in, in it and they want to choose which brands they'd like to transition over, uh, carefully. Um, you know, he he did stress several times that they don't want to, any to be any market confusion about mm -hmm. whether these products have alcohol in them or not. And so, uh, but yeah, I thought uh, uh, dedicated to the three tier system, um, no confusion on slotting fees, uh, and definitely wanted to play by industry rules and customs, uh, but also very interested in doing more in the mm -hmm. space right yeah. i mean that's yeah. the impression and i and i think i think he agreed to speak at the summit i don't know if you <laughs> saw that email this morning he's like okay i'll be there and i was like wait what oh i did not see that no we put yeah. him real good on the spot immediately we were like so can you spit the end can you speak at the summit one more thing it's in yeah, san diego Jin, in january Jin went in for the kill I was so pleased. I, cause I, <laughs> I, I, of course, didn't even think about it. I'm more thinking about how clever I sounded. But yeah, Jen just went in and said, You want to speak? And I was like, Whoa, yes. And he didn't say no. And then he know. sent a cryptic email this morning. You, you, you tell me, Jen, after you read it. Okay. Um, but anyway, he may be there January 14th through 16th, Del Coronado, San Diego. Be there, beernet.com. Get your tickets now. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. <laughs> 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 Gordon, were you going to say something about Coke? Uh, yeah, I was just going to add that it all seems very timely given mm -hmm. the comments to TTB and um, yeah. you know all the all the ire, I guess, towards 
PepsiCo, just kind of putting them in a better spotlight. And another couple things is just why not? Why wouldn't they continue to do this? I mean, I'm not trying to knock them, but it doesn't seem like they're doing a whole lot of heavy lifting. I know Pepsi's playing the long game, but for right now, it seems like Coke is handing over brands, taking a cut. And I don't know who makes the call in the end. Like if a brand's not working, who's going to say, okay, let's, let's right. kill this. Uh, I can, I can answer that. Coke. <laughs> okay. Coke's going to be the only one that pulls any triggers. I, I agree. I kind of wondered about the timing, if the TTB had played a role right. in, in them deciding this. Now, we had kind of an early indicator indicator this was happening because all of our Coke subscribers changed their email addresses to <laughs> Red Tree Beverages about, I don't know, a month ago. And we made note of it, but we, you know, we're not going to write news based on people changing their emails, just so you know. Um, and so we kind of had a heads up that something was coming. Of course, uh, uh, Pepsi released their earnings. So um, uh, anyway, it, I think it's an interesting development that insofar as Coke is it. Yeah. Let's keep the old sayings. Uh, uh, it's for a new day. <laughs> and <laughs> Coke's the real thing, you know? It's a real, it's a real thing. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, I got, um, you know, one other th interesting thing he said is uh, they want to keep the number of partners as, you know, narrow as possible. So that was interesting, even though it, it does seem like they definitely want to do more brands. Um, but, you know, tangentially, which is one of my favorite words that I know Harry like shudders when I say it because it means I'm about to go on a monologue like like he does. <laughs> um, relatedly, you know, because this is all about beyond beer and flavor and the great convergence. And as Jordan knows, because he wrote up Nielsen IQ four week trends this week. And Jordan, the way you put the most recent seltzer trends was hilarious. He was like, so seltzer hit a, had been hitting a few speed bumps, but <laughs> In this latest period, it veered off into a wall. I was like, geez, Jordan. <laughs> but it was hilarious because it's true because Seltzer in the latest four is down around 30%, but year to date, it's only down like low single digits. And so I did, um, I have a little peanut gallery, you know, and I surveyed them and I was like, well, why, why isn't uh, hard seltzer doing well anymore? And they both, so, okay, I'll tell you who my peanut gallery is, sample size of three. It's my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, my brother, and two of them live in Baltimore and one of them lives in San Antonio. And they used to be huge seltzer drinkers. And they both separately said, it's malt liquor, not malt seltzer, not malt-based, malt liquor, which has a very sub-premium connotation, right? Where seltzer is yeah. supposed to be very premium. I wonder who's putting that out there. Somebody's got to be giving just, that message out. And I think the high I mean, news uh, of the world have done a great new. job. I was going to say it's got to be Gallo. It look inferior, yeah, yeah, and they and it's resonating and it's working, right? And so the future's yeah. now. All this bowls to the Wallsville, great convergence. Coke is like we can't afford to not be in this, right? And I think they're right, you know. Yeah, um, but with FMBs, I think that has to be probably the hardest space to project success. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. in that category. You look at Twisted Tea, you look at Mike's. I mean, those are brands that you talk to regular people and they think, oh yeah, I'm sure some people drink them. They don't realize how gigantic uh -huh. those brands are. And then there's brands that start off really hot and then they're gone in a year or two. Yeah. Um, it is I, one more thing on Coke. It is funny that with Constellation, 
between Constellation and Molson Coors, I'm not sure what the difference is in partnerships there because they're kind of going through the same network. Constellation, I mean, they're not even producing Fresca mix for them anymore. That's right. now Dale New Dale. Belgium. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I am wondering, you know, if they will continue that relationship or they said that we're trying to have as few amount of partners as possible. So if Fresca Mix um, doesn't do well, I'm wondering if that'll be the end of their Constellation partnership. I, I did ask them yeah. between Molson Coors and Constellation, oh, yeah. which one do you hate the most? <laughs> <laughs> which ones irritate to you? He did not answer the question. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it good point. And, um, I, you know, they're spreading the wealth a little bit, kind of picking best in class for each kind of thing, Brown Foreman, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, you know, they have no interest in uh, producing or distributing this stuff because that's where you get in the weeds mm -hmm. and you can get into trouble. Um, and it, you know, Coke is a very conservative comp company. We should, we should note. And for them to even be in beverage alcohol is kind of a big deal for them. So it doesn't surprise me that they're taking an ultra con conservative and cautious, uh, tone moving forward. Right. Yeah. So I liked, I liked the way that he put it though. Cause he was just like, you know, these are brands that people are already mixing yeah. with alcohol. So let's just right. take advantage of it. Right. right. Yeah. All right. Um, anchor brewing. Uh, closing down after 150 <sighs> years. That's um, crazy. For those who don't know, Wednesday, we woke up to the news that um, legendary Anchor Brewing Company, which was established before the 1900s, one of the oldest craft breweries in the world and you know responsible for many craft practices that we still use today, said it would cease operations and liquidate uh, following a combination of challenging economic factors and declining sales since 2016, which again, Sapporo bought them in, was it 2016 or 2017, Jordan? 17. And so for 85 mil, um, and they're going to retain an assignee to whom all assets will be assigned and then liquidated. And there's still hope that the buyer will come forward. I got to tell you, I've reached out to a couple of supposed buyers and they've said, nope, not us. Who knows if that's true or not? I cannot imagine that Anchor Brewing just gets tossed by the wayside. That is so sad. Just really crazy. Fritz Maytag is one of the most decorated you know, beer businessmen, brewers, you know, engineers ever. Yeah. It, who's who's itching to do business in San Francisco right now? <laughs> well, I mean, that that's one part of it. Um, the other part of it is that Anchor is not, it's not easy to make. Um, yeah. You know, they make that and still an open fermenters. And, you know, there's a question on, <laughs> I don't think Sapporo knew that they brewed an open fermenters when they bought it. They thought they could brew Sapporo, Sapporo there, which they can't. Uh, it, you know, mm -hmm. Anchor's hard to ship. Uh, it shouldn't, that beer should not go further east than Nevada. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't, uh, it's not stable. It, it's bottles only, which is a shitty package. Nobody wants to drink out of anymore. Um, you know, the, I mean, since since Maytag bought that thing, the rich people have been propping it up. I mean, maybe it is time to 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 pull the sheet on. on Dang, Harry, is Sapporo paying you? No, no, I mean, it's just, I mean, how much money are we going to dump into that thing? How many people have gone broke trying to, I mean, it broke Fritz Maytag. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's an just, old beer. It's steam. You know, who? who nobody cares. Nobody what? cares about steam beer anymore. 
At least and, to whittle it down and use it as a taproom production just to keep I agree. Brand, I, and somebody right? will do that. Somebody, somebody will, will buy the to, brand and, yeah. and they'll brew it somewhere else and yeah. they'll keep a taproom. Let, let the pharaohs rest. Don't be breaking into tombs. <laughs> yeah, it, it is just nostalgia. And it was funny on, you know, Twitter and stuff. I think the general reaction was kind of like you're an old actor passing. It's like, ah, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, rest yeah. In oh, peace. I forgot about Anchor. I'm going to miss yeah. the Christmas sale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. And, you know, they, they've had union problems as well. And, yeah. uh, you know, the Japanese, I'm sure they, they have stone now. And, you know, yeah. that's a lot more fun for them. A prettier toy. Yeah. yeah, a, a yeah I, I saw toy. that um, David Fonte, yeah, he, he wrote a really good piece on, on Anchor that really gave a comprehensive... Uh, a view of, of what's happening over there. And of course, you know, Dave always writes from, from labor's perspective and, you know, and which he should, there needs, there is a need to be filled there. And I do feel bad for those, for those folks, but I just don't see anybody buying that as a production brewery to continue to anchor the way it is. So Bianca, it's time for your legal egality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there was a lot of legal egality this week. Um, the TTP, certainly kept us busy because their public comment period closed. It actually closed Friday, but there was a lag in getting those um, comments uploaded to their website. And some of our uh, colleagues at WSD had a theory that it's because they were going through the bots um, before publishing or before publishing comments. So um, we really didn't get the bulk of those until about Tuesday, but obviously the main players commented, all the uh, trade orgs commented, you know, the BA and the BI had wildly different comments, um, kind of unsurprisingly, but uh, they were both very thorough. We had a lot of uh, pages to go through this week. You know, it, it sounds like to me that everybody's using the federal government comment period to air their dirty laundry. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of fun. Uh, great reporting, by the way, and I love maybe I take too much pleasure in just seeing everybody nitpick each other. Everybody got their their shots in, right? They did. And even uh, Blue Cloud, which we discussed earlier, they had a, a very short sweet comments but basically said that they're being discriminated against as a new entrant and um you know mainly through um legislation in different states you know that's uh you know they're kind of the unnamed target of that um and so they called that out and then today we haven't published it yet but um uh, Bill from Athletic had some really interesting comments from the non-ALK perspective um, that basically some advertising uh, restrictions have affected non-ALK, um, specifically in states where they are defining beer based on malt content. And that's um, they're kind of asking for the feds help on that, even though. Uh, that's at the state level. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what they could do, but he had some interesting comments and he did call out um, kind of some health claims that they want to make. And while he did say here, let me, let me read it. So I'm not putting words in his mouth. He did say that he does not 
or his company doesn't want to antagonize, cannibalize, or belittle the alcohol industry, but he did make some health claims that they're looking to make related to um, drinking problems and things like that. Mm, interesting. Um, and I feel like they haven't done that in the past, right? I mean, that's no. So no. so it oh, seems yeah. like is that is that legal? Yeah, I don't. I don't well, know. it's not. <laughs> so, it's not. So they're asking the TTB. Uh, the re- we re- request the ability to talk honestly and transparently about health benefits of non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, he mentioned um, speaking about anti-inflammatory benefits of hops from polyphenols. And then... Um, Which kind I've of- said before myself. <laughs> yeah, it works just as well as CBD. <laughs> and uh, minerals and carbohydrates after activity. But he did make some other comments that were a little more hard hard nosed oh. about um kind of the health of he's really walking that line because yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't, piss he, a they don't want they don't want to piss people off right. but it does sound like they're you know looking to go in that direction or or seeing how how far they're going to be allowed to go in that direction so that that was maybe the most interesting thing to me that we haven't heard Right. Um, I wonder yeah. if he'd get pushback on that from industry people. Oh, right. absolutely. You're kidding, right? 100%. Well, I mean, yes, my initial reaction would be yes. But on the other hand, it positions beer as the healthy alternative, even though it's non-alcoholic beer. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's kind of gives you a leg up on wine and spirits. But I guess it depends on the full slate of what he wants to say. Right. right. Like, what does he want to say about alcoholic beer? Right. I don't, I don't right. know. I don't well, know. Well, it's full of poison. Yeah. yeah. You don't want <laughs> well, to know. He, he did. We know. Maybe I should look at what he said because I don't want to get myself in a pickle either. No, you're already uh, in trouble. <laughs> Bianca, welcome no, Bill, to Bill's Team a really Trouble. Nice guy. We're, we're but, Team uh, Trouble. It's, you it's don't want to feel the wrath of Bill. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no I've already I've pissed off him. Fritz Maytag. I He's... met him. Well, anyways, there were a lot of interesting comments. Uh, that we were kind of going through and obviously the process isn't done um there's a webinar on advertising scheduled for next month and then i'm not quite sure that they've announced kind of next steps in the um rulemaking process but um they'll probably be happening this fall um there was also a lot about digital that they you know which I think is probably the area that they're most likely to make any any changes in, considering it is such a brave new world in digital since they last updated trade practices in 1995. Um, I'd be shocked if they really updated anything anywhere else. I know? think I think trade practices or, or category management mm-hmm. could be a big shift in digital. You know, if I were GoPuff or Instacart, I'd kind of be shaking in my boots right now because I think that's up for grabs, whether that's legal or not, what they're currently doing, which is advertising on third-party sites. And it is considered currently legal. Some people would disagree. Texas, you know, might disagree with that, certain states. And so whether the TTP goes that way or not could have big implications on home delivery apps. And then resetting shelves, uh, control of the mouse, those type things, I think are also possibly up for grabs, hmm. but like, like, uh, like the actual category managers themselves being like AB or 
Yeah, like like uh, setting the shelf for the retailer, yeah. being category captain, those type things that yeah. kind of give those category captains a little an, an edge. And you know, because mm -hmm. we keep hearing, you know, level the playing field. That's what they want. Make it inclusive. Right. Give the give the small guy access, and and those kind of category management practices may not be aligned with that goal. When I so. grew up, we learned, I forget which class it was, uh, I guess it was in government about what is called an unfunded mandate. And this is a very concrete example. <laughs> unfunded mandate. Yep. So I love mandates that are unfunded because then they never get done. <laughs> All my mandates are unfunded. Just so kidding. am I. So <laughs> am I. It was also interesting, the BA's comments about, um, the BA was one of the only in the most recent round to talk about crossover beverages and the need to kind of, um, you know, regulate those a little bit differently. So they recommended the TTB establish a record keeping rule requiring any industry member uh, involved in such crossover products that are not subject to the FAA Act. We were, there's three A's in that, guys, in case right. you're wondering. It's to the keep Federal Alcohol Administration Act. Too many, too many A's. But, a lot of uh, A's. A lot of but, A's. Yeah. Nothing but we to, can do about it now. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> FA cubed to make available to TTB all records concerning its activities with retailers, blah, blah, blah. And then they also said uh, regulation should mandate that any industry member engaged in such products and non-regulated products to the same retailer required that the persons interfacing with the retailers on the regulated side of the business be segregated from those interfacing on the regulated. So the non-regulated with the regulated be sequestered, basically. Hence, red tree <clears throat> beverages. Right, exactly. But it was interesting that the BA was the most thorough to bring this up in their most recent comments to the TTB, especially considering Canarchy is still uh, a Brewers Association top 50 craft brewer, you know, and Boston beer. <laughs> so yeah. and and Coop uh, with Sonic. Oh, yeah. As well. I forgot about that one. Is that still out uh, there? Yeah, is it? It's, it's there. Okay. Yeah, and then they there. got uh, Tampico, um, which. Yep. But yeah, there there are still crappers because it. You're right, Jen. It does seem like mm -hmm. something that they uh, push because it would involve larger players, but they're still mm -hmm. a good bit of their members participating. Yeah. But, hey, don't this. forget about don't sit on Bojangles hard iced tea. Oh, that's oh. doing. I mean, I don't know if it's still doing great. I think AB it, sells it, right? AB kept that one. They got yeah. rid of Appalachian Mountain and then held on to that. They're getting rid of <laughs> prominent craft brewers, but keeping Bojangles iced tea. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Let's see where the world is going, and I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of that world. All right. Uh, what else do we got? Anything else, Jen? I think, what, what do you think, guys? I mean, that was, I mean, for a week in, in July. Midsummer. Yeah. Oof, it, it's been busy. There, yeah. there are no dead weeks anymore in the industry, not since COVID. No. Earlier this week, well, like on Tuesday, I was like, God, this is going to be dead. And then we, you know, all this stuff came in. And so for those of you who just breathlessly check your phone on Wednesday for the Wednesday warehouse and you find it's not there, it's because we knew this Coke news was going to come and, you know, we wanted to wait and have some time. So you're getting it on Friday. Quit your bitching. You know, it's free. <laughs> you know, once you start paying for this, maybe we'll have a better schedule. Unless you uh, want to sponsor it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we want sponsors. I'm so bad at it. 
Yeah, I don't know if we want extra money. That's really a tough one. I don't know. Y'all don't want raises, do you? <laughs> it's not like pricing's up. Inflation's <sighs> easing, so. That well, that's another thing. Beer is still outpacing inflation, mm -hmm. and I think that may be a, right. and also another issue of why beer is struggling. Beer, you know, we do not need to be outpacing general inflation. That's not where beer needs to be. Just FYI, I'm not an economist, but I do have a degree. Um, all right. Well, Biscuit and I are have a full weekend planned of solving crimes or preventing them at least. Uh, I got new rails and a new tire for my one wheel because I put a thousand miles on the previous tire. This one's called a slick. It doesn't have a tread and it rides a, a, like a dream. Like I'm on a cloud that's on top of a marshmallow that's on top of a feather bed that's on top of something else really soft. Jello. Jello. <laughs> yes. Here we go. Why don't you just start doing ads for one wheel? Yeah, I, mean, totally. I feel like I already have. Why? Yeah, I mean, where's my check? Well, start. Yeah, start cashing in. Yeah, Twitter's going to start paying. Uh, yeah, creators. Yeah, creators, and um, we never get more than like five likes. So I'm not. <laughs> you know, we're not going to base y'all's raises on that. Well, you have to pay for the likes. So no, we pay. We pay for the check mark. Oh, we, so, okay, cool. Yeah. And we still don't get engaged. We get worse engagement now than we did when we didn't have a check mark. I'm not even kidding. I don't know what. I don't know why Twitter's we're, we're being shadow banned for some reason. I don't, but you know, it's, if it's not politics or you know some stu, it, yeah, it. No thanks. Uh, you know, tweeting about Coke getting into alcohol doesn't seem to set Twitter on fire. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. You guys are fantastic. You're wonderful. Wonderful. We're killing it. We, uh, I, uh, I'm going to send you a link to our new website, Wireframes, that we're developing. It's going to be so cool. The website, I mean, it's not going to be anything hugely different, but it's just going to look a lot better, and we're going to have everything organized in a better way. So look for that. Also, don't forget, folks, uh, we are just, what, like a week or two weeks a week, a week and, and a, a half. A week and, yeah, uh, from the Distributor Productivity Summit, our half-day webinar discussing all things distributor productivity. <laughs> Just, Just like we want says. productive distributors out there. So uh, check it out, beernet.com. Get your tickets. And uh, we've got, we had a big rush of tickets in the last few days. So yeah, I was awesome. pleased about that. Yep. Uh, maybe y'all will get a raise. I don't know. Don't tease us like that. You've certainly mentioned it multiple times this podcast, Harry. I'm, so. I'm trying to prepare you, Bianca. Prepare <laughs> you for the, for the worst. And then be delighted. It's all part uh, of the process of working at Beernet. It's, yes, uh, yeah. You get broken. She's there's breaking of, you down. There's a lot <laughs> of psyops going on over here, Bianca. <laughs> oh, good times. All right, guys. Well, I want to wish everybody a happy weekend, safe weekend, and hopefully the weather is beautiful all over the country don't melt and uh we'll ch catch you next week on wednesday warehouse take care all guys right. cheers